Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, there's been a lot of news ever since Kawhi Leonard left about uh, what the Raptors could possibly do, and a lot of people have been talking about Bradley Beal, but before we get into it, you're going to bring up the sponsor of this video. Yeah, we're giving away some free stance socks. Ben, I love this talk about Bradley Beal, so make this to the point. We're giving away some free socks. This is how you get you, you claim them. All you have to do, go to our Raptors Digest page on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a rating and a comment. We'll see it at the end of the week, and you'll receive some retro gray NBA stance socks. It's all coming from our number one sponsor, Stance. I've been rocking them, Ben. That, that, this sock since way back, 10 years old. Couldn't do a left-handed layup. Uh, that's the nostalgia for me. So if you guys want to get in on this gear, the swag that we're giving away, then just pop over to the Apple Podcast or Spotify. Leave a rating and a comment. But, Ben, we brought this up last season mm-hmm. because Bradley Beal, you know, John Wall went down. Bradley Beal, I can't remember if he demanded a trade or there was just some heavy, heavy speculation that he was going to get chipped up and the Raptors were well up there in the mix. And now it's seeming like this could be something that actually happens. I know Masai, he's probably cooking up some sort of deal. What do you think? What's your initial reaction? What's your takeaways from this? Well, Riker, you brought up how you couldn't make a left-hand layup when you were 10 years old, but you did have a filthy, sick, a smooth jump shot, and so does Bradley Beal, and that's why he's so valuable in this league, in this current day and age. And the Washington Wizards have very been very hesitant to give him up, despite the fact their their organization is kind of going in the direction where they're looking to offload their superstars. Maybe that's what everyone's at least telling them to do, because the, the core that they had of John Wall and Bradley Beal didn't seem to work. And the Toronto Raptors, we brought it up all last season. They were rumored, they were in the talks to, to eventually pick him up and pair him alongside Kawhi Leonard on last season obviously Kawhi's gone now and now that we don't have that surefire score we don't have that guy that's a go-to bucket getter we're hoping Pascal Siakam can become that but Bradley Beal has shown in the league that he's capable of doing that and you know there's trade machines getting sent in our DMs left right and center about players that people want to give up and you know if it's possible if things if they asking us our opinion if we think this deal will go down I don't know if this deal is actually possible, if it's actually going to happen, but Riker, you have a few trades that are possible scenarios to the Toronto Raptors. I do, and before we get too far in, I know people are going to, at least someone is going to criticize and say that this will never happen or mm-hmm. that we're basing this purely off a of spec, and, and that is what this is right now. There is obviously reports that we've had throughout an entire season, entire year, that Bradley Beal was, his name was on the trading block. I think it's unlikely right now that anything will happen, but I think of all the players that the Raptors could make a trade for, this is a guy that actually does make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. It's just the assets to me that'll be a concern. And we talk about what the possible trades are, and I'm not really sure how the trading for picks ends up balancing out the salaries when you're trying to obviously swap you need to be sort of in the similar range but we're looking at three guys on a big contract the reason that i'd love bradley beal first of all is because he's got three years left he's at Mm -hmm. a modest payroll he doesn't have a super max his third year kicks in at 28 million still less than kyle lowry right Mm -hmm. so you're looking at really trading in order to match contracts marcus all or serge Ibaka. for me neither of them are indispensable in the fact that they're amazing players but if you get rid of one we have no backup center no backup power forward the only guy that i could really see getting rid of right now as it stands is kyle lowry Mm -hmm. but then you're you you know you have a seven million difference in picking back bradley beal so you'd have to incentivize plus i don't know what the trade value is of lowry i'll I'll let you break that down in a second 
but you'd have to incentivize with a younger piece and some picks probably with either OG Ananobi, uh, maybe a Fred Van Vliet. I, I'd be inclined to, to pitch this deal. Kyle Lowry, OG, and a pick or two for in return Bradley Beal and a sweetener like Wesley Johnson. You know, you're getting rid of your point guard, but Fred Van Vliet can shift up. You get a score on a three-year deal, so you'd still have him for one year when Giannis uh, free agency kicks in. And you have all these guys that we just picked up in free agency that really are able to fill into that OG small forward defensive slot. So it's a lot to digest, but Ben, what do you think about that? Well, Riker, you brought up that that's the similar trade that a lot of people have been talking about. Kyle Lowry, a young piece. It's usually OG's name being thrown out there. A lot of people are hesitant on giving up Siakam. That's that's a move I think we both agree we should player we shouldn't give up. So it's mostly been Lowry, OG, and a pick. That's the that's the common deal. And Riker, you you hear me on every podcast. We talk about the Raptors a lot. You know that those are my two favorite players on this team, and Bradley Beal is not one of my most liked players throughout the NBA. I'm not the biggest fan of Bradley Beal, not because of his game, but just because of what he did to the Toronto Raptors in 2015. So this would be the most heartbreaking deal for me personally, just happening, just in terms of player personalities and my subjective liking for players. But logically, and whenever I bring up the point, because my heart tells me not to go with that deal, but logically it does make sense, because Bradley Beal is on a three-year contract, and the Toronto Raptors are going to be in, it's been in the news as soon as Kawhi Leonard left. The superstar that the Raptors are eyeing and have their heart set on now is Giannis Antetokounmpo in 2021. And reports came out that Giannis, if they don't make the NBA Finals this season, it's going to be unlikely that he's going to sign that Supermax immediately. He's looking to win in this NBA and it seems like every superstar is looking to leave their team now. So I think Giannis could be a possible target. We can make a video on him, honestly, with the amount of speculation that's been going around about him. So Bradley Beal will be locked up by the time Giannis is still a free agent. That's a very attractive player to be playing with for another superstar to pair along with. So that's an enticing factor. OG Ananobi has a lot of potential, and but we haven't really seen it come full circle yet. We haven't really seen him put it all together. I think that's because last season was so injury riddled and everything that happened. So their value, it might... It, it might make a lot of sense now because Bradley Beal's established. He's 25 years old, and it might be more realistic because you brought up the point that yes, the the rumors, the it's all speculation at this point. But there are some serious talks going on throughout the regular season about the this these moves probably happening and Bradley Beal possibly being traded. But the GM said no, we're going to keep him. But that GM is gone. They have a new front office in Washington and. The trajectory of their franchise, they're going younger, they're trying to get some smaller pieces. I know Bradley Beal's not an old player, but it just makes sense for a new GM to come in and try to put his own fingerprints all over the team. So I wouldn't be surprised if Bradley Beal's on the move, and the Toronto Raptors do have the assets to do it. But Reiko, I'll throw it back at you. Would you want to see Kyle Lowry and OG go? Because that's the, that's the main deal. I My heart tells me no, but logically I think it could make sense for the Toronto Raptors. Ben, this might be a long podcast because we got a lot to break down. Mm -hmm. And the initial reaction is Kyle Lowry is the heart and soul of this team. He characterizes the Toronto Raptors. He is undoubtedly loyal, and everything that they've achieved is really off of his shoulders. He Mm -hmm. built it up. He was the leader. Even when DeMar was the number one guy and the the best scorer, Kyle Lowry has always been the leader, and he's adopted this city. He loves it. It would be heartbreaking to let him go. And Riker, on the other hand— Just a point before you continue— 
A lot of people yep. say that Kyle Lowry wasn't loyal to the city, but he signed two contracts with this team, long-term deals. He's embraced the city, so I just want to throw and out And he's getting out there paid a lot for respond. it. He's getting paid a lot. We, we can't discredit that yep. either. But I agree with what you're saying. But on the other hand... Bradley Beal is a bona fide stud in this league, and the things that he was able to accomplish without John Wall this season, he really exploded in terms of mm-hmm. his three-point shooting, his field goal percentage. He, not the best three-point shooting percentage, but just in terms of his ability to get the shots that he want, to hit clutch shots. I mean, to have a scorer like this on our team that's coming off of a championship, it would be invaluable. And then we talk about the things like a three-year contract. Locking in Pascal Siakam when his contract expires at the end of this season. Is it this season or the next Uh, for Pascal Siakam? He has one more year on his rookie deal. I think he's going to negotiate an extension this summer, and I'd be mind-boggling. We got those two guys, and then we vie for for maybe landing the big fish like Giannis. That would be a deadly three-man combo Mm -hmm. uh, or three-man lineup. We'd be able to build around that team for the indefinite future. It would be crazy. Like... I, I can't even overstate. Yes, it would be t- terrible to get rid of Kyle Lowry. But would you pull the trigger on this deal? I think you'd have to be crazy not to, Ben, because, like I said, we're a team that we want to continue to contend for a championship. We want to be a legitimate team in the East. And if we don't pick up more guys, we'll stay middle of the pack for sure. We're not going to slip down to 8C. We're not going to slip out of the playoffs. But my hopes of us getting past the 76ers or the likeliness of the Bucks, I, I think it goes significantly down if we don't have a star player on the team. But the main question I'll swing back to you is, why on earth would Washington ever accept this trade? Because yes, Kyle Lowry is on one year less of a deal, but now they're bringing in an old point guard to pair with a point guard? They're getting really, the only value they're getting back is a young guy, right, in OG and Anobi. But that's a lot to bank on getting rid of the only superstar that you have on your team. Doesn't make any sense. Well, they'd be getting picks in the trade. And it would would honestly be how they value OG and Anobi. Because Raptors fans, I know a lot of Raptor fans alike, very, have high, high projections for OG Anobi's career. At least I do personally. And the way he's big, he's long, he's a great defender. He he's going to be a player in this league. And I think a lot of people see that. And the new the new GM of Washington, he said about how he's trying to get the the younger pieces, get people that more fit today's NBA. And OG's a kind of player that could be that. He's still young. So it depends on how they value OG and the the picks. Kyle Lowry's an expiring contract, and he'll be a positive player in terms of, you know, upping the culture in Washington. I know they just brought in IT, but, you know, they, they don't really have a true point guard currently going into next season with John Wall. And Lowry could man that ship for one more season if they're not trying to be absolutely horrendous. So... It could make sense, but I think there might be a better market. We might have to throw in more pieces, but Riker, it's still, I don't want to do this deal. My my brain, logically, it makes sense, but giving up Lowry, the heart and soul, the guy that just won the chip, who's in a contract season next year, who's constantly underrated year after year after year, I, I want to see him run it back, see what this lineup could do, because... Even without Bradley Beal, I think that's a kind of player we're missing, the piece that we're missing. We're similar to that 60-win team of two seasons ago that failed to to get over the hump, get over the LeBron James hump in the playoffs. If one of our players can turn into that elite scorer, I think this team could do it. And, you know, maybe Bradley Beal's that guy, but if we can get a scorer that maybe isn't the steam of Bradley Beal, that we wouldn't have to give up as much pieces as Bradley Beal, I think this team has the potential with OG, with Siakam, with Lowry to... Make some noise in the Eastern Conference and be better than a lot better than people expect. I don't want to say you're crazy, Ben, but you're crazy, man. Listen, you think about it this way. 
any player has the potential to become a great scorer. Mm-hmm. If we look at the development from Pascal Siakam from last season to this season, you would say, absolutely, it can happen almost overnight, right? He goes from eight, nine points per game. He's in the 20s, it seems. Maybe it actually balanced out to 18 or 16, I don't know. But it felt like he was scoring 20-plus points per game for the entire season. Mm-hmm. But it slowed down once it came playoff time, right? He wasn't consistent night in and night out. And that's because any superstar, unless they're the number one guy their entire life, as soon as they touch foot in the NBA... They need a few years to develop. Kawhi Leonard needed a few years to develop, right? Nobody hits the ground running. And when we're bringing in all these guys, the OGs and the Hollis Jeffersons and all these guys that could fill a spot as the next scorer, I'm not saying that they can't do it, but I'm saying it is next to impossible for them to go from what their current status is as a scorer in the NBA to become a person that can actually advance a Toronto Raptors team all the way to the NBA Finals. I think we either... Let the team coast this season and look for probably a first or second round exit in the playoffs or we make a big move. So the final question that I have for you, I mean, feel free to elaborate more than just a question, but gun to your head, all right? If you had to pull trigger on a deal, all right, you're Masai Ujiri and he is not content with keeping the core roster, would you rather go for a Bradley Beal, a Russell Westbrook, or somebody completely different? Okay, so Russell Westbrook's a whole different discussion. I think he's a different player. He has a lot less value, in my opinion, than Bradley Beal currently does. So we can make a whole video on Russell Westbrook, and we're probably getting an equal amount of DMs and tweets and replies at us about him as Bradley Beal. So we'll leave Russell Westbrook for another topic because this video will be 30 minutes long if it's not if we start getting into him. Gun to my head, Bradley Beal, if I want to make this roster, make the deal that makes the most sense, yes, you, you you pull the trigger, you give up a few young guys, you give up some picks, and you give up an aging Kyle Lowry for Bradley Beal. And I can tell from my comments earlier, I don't even... Video's not out yet, I can see the comments, a lot of people probably disagreeing with me. But I have a hunch on OG, it's definitely filled with bias, and it's definitely filled with Raptor lore, and it might be the fact that, yes, we won a championship, but... We gave up on a guy that loved the city, a true Toronto Raptor for Kawhi for one season to get us a championship, and I want to see a season with Raptor guys, and OG is just a Raptor guy, Fred Van Vliet's a Raptor guy, the players, the young guys, I want to see what this team could do. Yes, logically it makes more sense that a team with Bradley Beal would be stronger next season, he's more established, he's more proven, he's this, you know, he's a scorer, he's a player in this league, and if we got him... I would I would definitely come around to that deal happening, but I, I still have faith in the young players. I think one of these guys can make the leap, can make the step, and a deal for Bradley Beal might be unrealistic, especially where our young guys haven't taken that leap yet, but you know, it's a risk that could happen. The Wizards are looking to get younger. They have a new front office, and maybe this deal happens. So I'm not 100%. You know, I'm kind of going all over the place, Riker. It's a heart versus brain mentality, so... I'll, I'll, you're you're more level-headed in terms of love for young guys like OG and these players. What's your final verdict on a possible Bradley Breal tra- trade? People saw the title. Final, Should we make this deal if it's available to us? My final verdict is, do I think that the Wizards want whatever package that we can offer them if it doesn't include all of our young talent and all of our picks? I don't think logically that they want that. But I didn't think logically that they would want to trade Kawhi Leonard for DeMar DeRozan, right? That, to me, made no sense from the Spurs camp. Mm -hmm. It still doesn't make any sense. But they got rid of him. They did that. So if the option comes that 
on a reduced amount of young players that we can get rid of and somebody to balance the salary, even though it would hurt throwing Lowry in the mix or even Gasol or, well, not Gasol Riker, or Serge Ibaka, Lowry, somebody in the mix. Lowry, OG, I don't know if these salaries match up. Lowry, OG, Norm, and two first-round picks for Bradley Beal and a scrub player from Washington. My verdict is, yeah, Masai Ujiri would do that deal. Mm-hmm. That's the verdict. That's the verdict? Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's the final verdict. I'm on the fence, but it's a brain versus heart thing. Let me know in the comment section below what you guys think. Obviously, Bradley Beal would be a great talent, great asset if we could just throw him in a vacuum and bring him into the Toronto Raptors team right now. But unfortunately, we'd have to give up a lot of pieces and the deal, we don't know what Washington is looking to get back. So let us know in the comment section below. Can we get Bradley Beal and should we go after him? Because that's the title of this video. You know, you're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. We got a lot of cool content coming all summer. So stay tuned to the Raptors Digest. Hey, cheers. Thank <laughs> you.